podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yao Bonsu and Tyler Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 21st episode of the Bolden Bruins Sports Podcast. Alongside Tyler Brown, my name is Yao Bonsu, and it's another week, which means another week of breaking down everything Baldwin Bruins Athletics. On this episode, we have two interviews once again for you guys. Our sports night coverage rolls on with Emily Osorio and Nagozioka in the show for our second sports night interview of the show. And then we have Baldwin Bruins athletic trainer, Miss Kennedy. Both interviews are long, both interviews are fun, and it's time to dive in. Starting off with our recap of scores, boys basketball on February 3rd took down East Meadow 86-43. Kamani Jones scored 20 points, which included six three-pointers. Trayvon Blackett also added on with 14 points and 10 rebounds. Later in the week, Bolden would take down Westbury 81-63, with Jaden McKenzie getting a double-double of 15 points points and 10 assists, with Kamani Jones and Lance Henry getting 14 points each. And to round off the week with senior night, Baldwin took down Hicksville 62-20. Yes, 62-20. Isaiah Walker scored 10 points and 12 rebounds, Jalen Bacon scored 10 points, and Trayvon Blackett earned 8 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 steals. Moving over to our Lady Bruins now, Baldwin took down East Meadow 57-36 with Dali Moreno scoring a double-double of 17 points and 10 rebounds. Shania Iglesias also added on with 11 points and 4 rebounds. On February 6th, Baldwin would also take down Westbury 52-11 with Dana Elcock scoring 10 points. And February 7th, in what was their senior night, Baldwin would take down Hicksville 53-14. Dali Moreno earned herself 9 points. Dominating performances from everybody on both basketball teams, which was a 6-0 week. Now we move over to our first interview of the show. It is Negozioka and Emily Osorio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with our second Sports Night interview of the show, we have Negozioka and Emily Osorio from Sports Night. How are you guys doing today? We're good. I'm good. You? I'm good. Thank you guys for being on the show. I know I'm taking you guys away from practice as I did with the with Anaisa Sydney last week. No issue with that. But, you know, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> All right, so first off, how's your last year's sports night gone thus far? Last year, it was definitely really stressful. I think when everyone says junior year is the hardest, they're not lying. And having practiced nearly every day for three months straight on top of junior year looking for colleges, it's stressful. But it was worth it. Yes, during junior year, especially when you're trying to make sure your grades are on top, go to extra helps, sports night. It's not that hard because you're able to go to your extra helps and still go to practices. It's just about balancing your time. You just got to bring a pass, go to practices, and then you're all good. And in comparison, how has this year gone for you guys so far? Oh my God, this year, for me, it's really, really fun. Like they say freshman year and senior is the best and like they're not lying. It's so fun kind of being like the 
the older kids and just seeing how excited the freshmen are and how like new it is to them it's so normal to us it's just it's a fun experience yes it is a fun experience especially because I wasn't there for like my freshman year I started sophomore year you really get to see how you're the leaders in sports night how when you're positive everybody else is positive so your energy kind of sets up the tone for practices and stuff and you get to have little sisters freshmen you get to bring them into the whole sports night environment and they're just really excited and both of you guys are floor core emily for the gold team the goalie for the blue Mm -hmm. team emily for you your floor core with leslie carbohall and abby wong can you explain to me how your experience has been working with them over the past (laughs) few weeks my experience with Leslie and Abby. All right, it's definitely been, uh, it's been crazy. There, we're all very chaotic. We love, we're very energetic. We all scream a lot. <laughs> we talk at the same time. I can admit sometimes we could bump heads a little bit, but um, we all have really great ideas. I really appreciate getting paired with people that are just as passionate about it as I am. And um, I love what we came up with so far. And I'm really excited to like perform everything we've done. And can you talk to me about the megaphones that you guys decided to buy <laughs> and use during practice? Um, the first time we met up to make moves for first song, we were just like, you know what? It's our last year. We got to go crazy on these girls. So I was like, let's get a megaphone. So Abby ordered it for us. We decorated it. Um, I yell at the girls time to time now with them. Yes. It's fun. And it goes with you, your floor core with Taylor Paredes and Alyssa Lamada. Can you explain how it is on your side working with those two? Yes, they're, you could tell if you know Taylor or Alyssa, they're two totally different personalities. Taylor is more of the loud one who gets along with everybody. Alyssa's the same. She's more quiet, but she's still able to get along with everybody else. But we all work together well, so it all goes together. We're able to like meet at each other's houses, give each other's input. We're able to teach the girls cohesively. Everything goes, I would like to say, really well. And I, we're able to like do everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just a positive environment overall, working with those two girls. And the thing that I love the most is I was able to get close with them. You get to tell each other like your own little secrets without everyone else knowing. Like if you have to rant to them, they're there for you to rant to. So it's like a whole new sisterhood with them. But even though things have gone well thus far with both of you, there has to be some challenges that come with, you know, being a floor core, being a leader. So can you guys talk to me about some of the hardships or, you know, negative sides to, um, you know, being in front of the girls every day, leading them in choreography? One thing is that You just have to keep the girls in check when it comes to teaching. (laughs) You just end up feeling like a teacher and you understand what your teachers are seeing on a daily basis when it comes to trying to teach something. And you just want to make sure you give other people respect when you're teaching moves. But it's like, we're not yelling at you to be hard. We just want to make sure you get the moves so it looks perfect at the end. Yeah. Um, me and Ngozi were talking a couple weeks ago. Yes. And she was like, so like, how is, how's it been? Like, how's your first time? And I just was so honest with her. And I was like, look, the first Saturday practice, I legit went home and sobbed because it's such a new experience. And you're like torn between wanting to be like the cool floor core, the ones that they, the fresh want to be friends with, the yes. one that every grade likes. They're like, oh, she's so funny. And then it's also having to be stern and be like, okay, we have to learn this. We can't have like chit chat and tea time every five seconds. And it's like, 
like Ngozi said, I don't want to be a teacher and be like, put your phone away, stop talking. And it's, I don't know, it's it's difficult, that part definitely. Um, and like the whole thing with teachers, like I definitely have a new respect for teachers yes. because <laughs> teaching something and seeing a bunch of kids, some kids not listening Talk. on their phone, it hurts your feelings. Like it does get to you. So that's definitely it. How do you guys balance, you know, being the nice person that everybody likes and being the strict person who's just trying to get the point across and make sure you guys are doing the best you guys can? It's just like sometimes overwhelming, especially because the seniors, you're friends with them. You want to like have them have a good time and you as well. But then again, you just like got to be half and half friend, half make sure you they get their moves down. Because at the end of the day, you don't want them coming to you asking, like, why doesn't your friend know the moves? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to make sure everyone got it down. You got to make sure you give each and every one person the same energy that you're giving to others so they don't feel like you're just being lenient towards others. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the one thing that everyone knows about sports night is, like, the iconic speech that you get in the group chat or something after yes, a really sir. tough practice or during practice. <laughs> And it's like, um, it's just basically where we go off and we're telling them like, you have to stop talking. We need to get this down. Previews coming up, sports nights coming up. It happens every year. That's always like that one bad practice where everyone's crying, everyone's kind of yelling a little bit and we really have to be hard on the girls. And um, it's, it's those speeches. We have to get them motivated and that's what makes them work harder and stop like start taking them more seriously sports night. Have you guys had that practice yet where everybody yes. was sobbing? Oh, both of you had? I, I haven't cried yet. Hopefully no. not yet. Though. I haven't cried, but we recently like had that practice this Saturday. Yes. So <laughs> we like had the moves down. We just finished like going over to each other's houses and putting the finale together. We do it. No, it's for song. We try to do it looks totally different from what we imagine. So it kind of like crushes everybody's dreams. Everyone kind of gets a little discouraged, but we kind of turned it around towards the ending of practice, made sure that the girls knew that we weren't disappointed. We just want to make sure that everything, everything turns out right. So just try to lift up the mood so the girls knew we weren't like sad. Just got to make it positive so the girls are able to come next practice Make sure they work hard. Make sure they see what we're trying to do and get stuff done. Is it safe to say that after that large paragraph is sent to the chat that you guys expect to just go up from there, that every day you're improving? Yes, 100%. Definitely. Girls are taking it more seriously. We have more of a positive vibe. Everyone's singing loud and clear, getting their moves down. It's just so great to see. Yeah. It's really serious when the seniors speak up, even people that aren't on advisory. You just see seniors send a whole paragraph, and they're like, this is my last year. I don't want to like go out and know that we didn't do the best we could. Win or lose, it's like, even if you lose, at least you knew that you give, you gave it your all. You paid attention during practices. You practice at home. And it just feels so good to perform it, like I said, win or lose. So it's like, when they see that paragraph, even like newbies or freshmen, they kind of get a little bit more. They're like, oh, this is why they're so serious about it. This is why they love it. So, um, and then also getting it from an advisor. I mean, from a, uh, yeah, an advisor, like an adult. When they yell at us too, that, that hits. Does that hurt the most? Cause, yes. yes. You know, how do you guys like get past that? And it's just like, cause it's one thing for you guys to, you know, scream or talk to the mm-hmm. little ones, but the, the, ones. the underclassmen, <laughs> the underclassmen you could say, but when an adults talking to you, you guys are supposed to be the leaders that lifts everybody up. Yeah. So how do you guys pick your heads up when, and advisors screaming at you, like who do you guys turn to for support in that case? 
the our advisory board, we just kind of like, we talk to each other, we have like our own group chat too, and we're like, look, we have to do better. Like when we have an advisor telling us that we have to step up and be more responsible, that's when it, we kind of get like a clear outlook, like, okay, what are we doing wrong? We have to fix it. And then we just go to next practice, do better, always. Yeah, we usually have advisory chats where everyone makes sure as we check up on each other. That's one main thing about surviving sports night. Mm-hmm. Each and every person, if you need help, if you need more people helping you with, say, props, emblems, you make sure you check, text in the chat and we see if one of us could help because it's a lot of, sports night's a lot about teamwork and that's one thing that we make sure we try to push through. And even with these advisors talking, talking to you about the things they're struggling about, is there any advisor that's not necessarily your favorite, but that you turn to and that you know is always going to have your back no matter what, gives you the best advice, and always like holds you down? I would honestly say all three of mine. I really, really do love my advisors this year, and they, they're so nice. They're very understanding. Like I'll just come to them, like me, Abby, and Leslie, and be like, you know, we're stressed. We don't know what to do with this formation for say or like this move. We really don't know. Um, for example, like Jen Doyle, our captain's older sister, Megan. Um, she was a past captain, and she'll always like go back to her year and just give us advice. And it's just it's so refreshing to know that like they're really on our side and they want us to to win. I would agree with Emily, like all three of them are totally different. You can't really put mm-hmm. them under like who's the best, who's like more to go get advice from. Miss Steele, she's like been here for seven years so far as an advisor on Sports Night and she's really great at helping formation, Ripple, she knows what Sports Night is about. Then there's Miss Graf, who it's her first year, literally. She doesn't know anything, but she's learning on the way and she's willing to make sure that we get through the sports night. She, like last Saturday practice, a ripple wasn't going well. She put herself in a spot as a girl who was not there, and she made sure that ripple happened. <laughs> and then we have Miss Sochi. Yes, she'll tell you how it is. Make sure you, everyone fixed. If it doesn't look right, she'll literally tell you that does not look right. And it's really good to see that. You both mentioned formations, and I know every uh, every single floor core member I've talked to, one thing that always comes up is, oh, how does this formation look? Are we going to write it down on a sheet? Or are we going to do it in mm-hmm. Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel? How hard is it? How stressful is it? Creating these formations, putting girls in different spots, finding out who you want in the front, who you want in the back, what shape you want everybody to make, all that. God, just hearing that question stressed me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> you cannot imagine how difficult formations are until you really do it. Like, you'll yes. have this crazy idea in your head, you think it's amazing. There's so many things that like factor in. Like it's like the spacing of the gym. You don't know how it's gonna look how in the gym. How many girls you have. Yeah, how, how big your team is, how small it is. Um, and it's like, it's it's really sad when you have such a great idea and then you put it out and it's something like how you and your uh, teammates wanted it and you have to change it. And um, also spots, yeah, spots is really hard. We always, we don't wanna make it any like favorites and we don't always wanna make it about grades because sometimes it can be like that, like um, sorority, like seniors go in the front, but we don't want that all the time. We have to mix it up. And whoever deserves to be more up in the front deserves it, like that's just how it is. Yeah, I agree. For every song, we try to switch it up, make sure, say a person was more towards the back, we kind of bring them towards the front. Mm-hmm. Or we try to do it in high order to make sure each and every person is seen. And another could be a little iffy when doing formations is when not all girls are present. Ugh. It kind of makes you become discouraged when, say you're trying to do a triangle 
and say the point's missing. It's not really a triangle anymore. And so it's like, will it work the day of sports night? You start to question yourself. And going back to seniority, how do you guys look? How do you guys consider and combat that? Because if I'm a senior, I've been here for four years. I'm not in the front, but maybe a sophomore is who's mm-hmm. probably more talented than me. But I, I know that since it's my last year. I've yeah. given that speech. Like, um, I told the girls, like, if you're ever upset about where your spot is, think about what you were doing while floor core was teaching because that's how we determine spots when we're teaching a new uh song if you're paying attention if you're trying like even attempting to the, the moves right like you don't have to be like the best dancer on the floor but if you're not talking making eye contact asking questions when you know you're having trouble that makes us so happy like we don't want any lost girls and we we're never going to be like um oh like she's asking a question she's so annoying like we love getting questions because we want it the way we imagined it and um and i told them i was like if you're upset you're in the back that may be on you a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie, yeah. that that is on you. Well, we got to keep it real with them. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely about seeing who could get the moves down. Like, the fast, not the fastest, but if you're paying attention, you'll mm-hmm. definitely get the moves down. Making sure to see who actually does it the best. Because it's like you're watching a show. You look mm-hmm. at whoever is mainly in the front and what catches your eye. So that's another thing and a factor when thinking about formations and going back to what you said in the previous question before that you said that how the point of the triangle if it's not there then it screws up everything how do you guys factor in the fact that unfortunately girls may quit or not come to practice for a variety of reasons like what do you do in that case you just fill in and then the person you fill in with and you have to fill in another person in their spot like does that make you go crazy at all sometimes we try not to put fill in other people because sometimes the the moves may be different from what the other person was supposed to do we either kind of scratch or we just try to like figure out a way to make it even because sometimes during sports night you're not going to have a perfect triangle like my first year 2018 we literally didn't have a triangle but towards um to mrs steele's help she figured out a way to make it look good from the audience as long as it looks good the ripples are done all the format all the moves are done well it just works out at the end how many hours do you guys put in, you know, ripping your hair out, thinking about this stuff? The whole three months. The whole three months. <laughs> the whole Definitely. three months. Like, today, um, I'm meeting up at floor core. I know I'm not getting any sleep tonight. I don't know. I'm going to do my homework and I stay up to my homework. It's, there's no sleep. There's no such thing uh, as sleep during sports night season. Especially with floor core. Like, even if you do the formation the first time, you guys mm-hmm. know for yeah, a fact yeah. that you're going to have to go back and edit it for some 100%. reason. 100%. I think even when you don't have a position, sports night consumes your life. I mean, it really, really does. And being floor core, you guys have a large amount of responsibility. But what has been your favorite part about being floor core so far? One thing that I really liked is having an, an impact on these girls, being able to like know their names. That's another thing that kind of <laughs> yes. makes girls happy. Like your teacher, like say you're in a class and the teacher doesn't know your name, it kind of makes you disappointed like damn (laughs) but then it's like when you're able to like call out girls names say hi to them in the hallways it's just like a great feeling like you're making their day so that's another thing being able to make new friendships along the way during sports night with girls like 9th 10th 11th and then even some 12th graders that you knew you would never talk to 
Yeah. Um, ever since I was a freshman, my favorite thing about sports night was always the new friends you make. It doesn't matter. I've seen the quietest girls join sports night. Yes. And you could ask any girl. They always make at least more than one friend. And it's impossible they only made one friend. It's always more than one. And I've some of the girls that I met freshman year are my friend group to like this day and I'm a senior and most people say like in high school you're gonna lose friends like it's very rare you have the same group it's my same group of like uh from like freshman year of sports night and um it's so much fun being floor core you get to even if you don't have a position but it's like um you get to make friends with each person in each grade that you wouldn't imagine you would talk to and it's also you make um for instance like we make our moves with our friends right and then you get to see the girls on the floor get so excited about these moves so like pumped up and they you're just watching people do your moves and it just feels so good like I love watching them do it and then hearing them like they think maybe they think we don't hear but we hear them like tell their friends like I, I love this move like I love third song like I da 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 it feels amazing yeah and in my opinion um Entrance was always my favorite compared to everything else. So it's like, say you had entrance on Wednesday, it was always like I'd be there on time, get in my spot, because it's the moment where you actually get to move around and enjoy yourself. Compared to banquet, banquet is great, but you just <laughs> sit down. But it's like I love having being able to move around mm-hmm. during sports night practices. And because you got the floor court, you guys hold such crucial roles. Like without you guys, probably the whole thing doesn't even go at the end of the day so it's a little under a month until preview and then after that is sports night so how are you guys besides the paragraph in the group chat of course how are you guys intensifying your practices how are you guys you know going harder to make sure that people really get into their heads that sports night's quickly approaching in the chat you kind of just got to make sure 3 p.m being your fourth song spots like you just got to make sure those girls especially 3 p.m especially as four core you got to make sure you're in the gym even before 3 p.m. Once 3 p.m. starts, you start calling all the girls to their spots. That's one major thing on intensifying to make sure that they get their moves down. Yeah, like our schedule was tight. We have like on a sheet of paper every practice what time we're doing what, and it'd be like 20 minutes on entrance sometimes. It's it's hard. And um, along with the paragraphs, like in the Facebook group chat, when it's crunch time, it is just video after video. Like this is first transition, first song. We're doing like we're taking videos of the dance moves in different angles for the girls. We're posting lyrics. We post anything they ask a question on. We post it for them. Doesn't it get busy, you know, juggling your schoolwork and then, but it, your mind is just on sports nights coming, sports nights coming, sports nights coming. Yeah. And just like. Honestly, sports night does interfere kind of like with my social life because when it's sports night time, it is sports night time. I don't think about anything like, else. There's no yeah. hanging out, going out, like, nah, we have to, have to record this song and send to the girls. And yeah, you It's just, like you the just week, basically, the school week is dedicated to sports night yeah. and then you got Saturday and then Sunday, basically, You're off tired. to yourself. You're so yeah, tired. Yeah, the week is over. So it's like sports night is basically the whole entire week, every week. So mm-hmm. that's all you think about. And you have basically Tuesday and Thursday off, but it's not really Tuesday and Thursday off for people who are on advisory board. It's more like a day where you have to get your stuff together, like get moves that weren't working, Mm -hmm. fix formations, and other stuff like that. Have you guys? <laughs> What's going on? Have you guys ever been on the same team during sports night? Yes, of course. And so in that case, even though you guys are on different teams now, how has sports night? Strengthen the bond between you two. 
Oh, I've always loved Ngozi, but yes. we were we were on the same team sophomore year, right? And last year. Oh, I kind of I kind of forgot last year. <laughs> last <laughs> love last year yeah. though. But we were on the same team and like uh, we both did dance and it was yes, so much fun. Yes, 2018 was like very memorable for me for yeah, sports me night. It was just a great <laughs> year. <laughs> me too. It was like especially another great thing about sports night is you're able to do other things other than in- entrance and banquet, which is stunts and dance. Those yeah. are like where you're able to show your personality, yeah. have a fun, good time, without any stress on you. Yeah, because um, entrance and banquet are super fun, but it's it's also it's very stressful and you're always kind of tired. But dance and stunts, same thing. It's like work, work, work. But like um, I've done stunts once, and I think it's it's different from dance. Dance is really just fun. Like we're literally just dancing the whole time, yes. laughing with our friends, to, like, talking. Songs. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's updated songs. We just get a little crazy. We start dancing. Everyone knows I dance, so it's oh, funny. Yeah, I, I I do be dancing, so it's just jokes throughout the yes, whole practice. it's like people you never knew danced on yeah. dance. And I have like just... dance contests. It's so much fun. And that's one part of the bond sports night creates. Another yes. part you guys mentioned it before is little sisters. Can you describe yeah. for me the bonds that you not only describe for me your little sister who it is and the bond that you guys have grown and how it will carry on even after March. I mean, I didn't really get a little sister because she, <laughs> oh, that's awkward. she dropped. <laughs> um, yes, I bought her, like, a gift and everything. Yeah, call my sister But out. it was okay because we still, it's, like, not just a little sister. You're able to, like, hang out with all the freshmen because it's, like, a cute little bond. You're the senior and you're just helping them guide. Like, you're just guiding them throughout sports night. So it's not just one sister. It's, like, all little sisters when it comes to freshmen. Yeah, um, my, like, whole friend group, like us seniors, we love all the freshmen. Like the freshmen have such like every grade does, but the freshmen has like such a special place in our heart. And especially my little sister Stephanie. Um <laughs> <laughs> love her. Um I had her like I spotted her the first Saturday practice and I told Abby and Leslie, I was like, that's mine. Like I want Stephanie. I got so excited. She was mine since the start and I texted her after we got little sisters. I got her mm-hmm. a gift and I was just like, look, if you're me someone to talk to, talk to me, da 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 and like it's so nice to just see her throughout the school day and like give her a hug and say hi and like we'll like gossip to each other and like get to know her more and it's literally like you have a little sister. It's so much fun. They're so cute. And obviously after March, I'm guessing you guys are still going to be close. A hundred percent. I will bug her all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ngozi, your yeah. little sister. You know, everybody, everybody draws for different reasons. Yes. But I mean, I'm sure you still have your influence with other underclassmen. Definitely. And with sports night, the day of, you have stunts, you have dance, you have entrance. I think you mentioned entrance was your favorite. Yeah. But for both of you, which is your favorite and why? Um, I... I kind of don't have a favorite. I You like all of them equally? Surprisingly, I really do. I definitely have I have more fun with dance to like show off to people like in the crowd for preview. It's not yes. just my friends, it's people I don't even talk to. I get to show off and like do a little something on, on the dance floor and they're like, whoa, like I'll have people come up, up to me after preview and be like, I didn't know you danced and I'm like, well, now you know. It's sports yeah. night. Other than dance, I mean, other than entrance, dance is definitely my second favorite because even my mom says dance is her favorite. She's just like, what's that little dance? Dance is my favorite as well. She's I always go away. It's my all the boys' favorite. My mom was like, what's that little dance you guys are doing? Like, I better see it this year. Mm-hmm. All stuff like that. And it's just so cute them able to see, like, your personality in dance, like your little... It's just cute. Everything is like a good time. And it's different, like 
way different vibes during dance. Yeah. Because everyone in the crowd, it's like kind of more of a serious tone during entrance mm-hmm. and banquet, but then dance is like everyone gets to see you show full out. Yeah. Even when you mess up, they're still like cheering because they don't even yeah. see the mess yes. ups half the time. They're they're loving the music. They're loving the dance moves. Yeah, you guys great. <laughs> it's fun. It's You just get hyped up the whole time. It's a really great feeling. Do you guys get to choose the music at all or you just teach the dance it's, during floor core? Floor core, it all depends on our entrance song and cheer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so from there, yes. you guys, and then the theme, of course, you guys all yeah. incorporate that. I mean, all right. I mean, it sounds like you guys <laughs> both like dance. Oh, bit. yeah. I thought you guys were going to say entrance. But Ooh. then, yeah. <laughs> we love it. Cut that out. Cut that, out. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to say, I spoke to Anaïs and Cindy about this, like entrance. If you lose entrance, but you win sports night. Oh, are we going to get into you, that? You, you, you lost sports night. Let's so get into it. You guys, you guys believe in that? Or I low is it just, key. Bro, no. last year, can we talk Look, about last, last year? No, it please. was like. I know last year is when I was last introduced last year. Had, oh, last last year. Serious beef. That was like the most intense like drama I've ever it had was, during sports night. It was like. They announced entrance, winners, blue. We were way more excited. It's like the ending walk where you have to walk out. Mm -hmm. Usually the losers are like upset. (laughs) I'm sorry, the person, they're upset. And the other team that basically won sports. That was crying. So like, let's find out. You couldn't tell who was more, none of the teams once we exited out was upset because blue won entrance so it was like why are you upset you're supposed to be happy because i don't know why but entrance is just like if you don't win it you don't win sports night i know personally my freshman year they gave us like a talk like the senior solo straight up if you don't win entrance but you won sports night overall you did not win sports night so it was kind of like embedded in our heads that like entrance is the main thing that's what sports night is so i had a lot of girls from my freshman year on my team last year again and when that happened to us, when blue won entrance, but gold won overall, we were like, oh, wow. And and we felt it. Like, we knew what they meant. I, I definitely do believe it. Like, I think um, I would hate to lose this year. Like, it would break my heart. But um, if we won entrance, though, and lost the whole thing, <laughs> I think you would feel the same way. Yeah. As long anybody. as you win entrance. Yeah. So now I ask you guys, would you rather win entrance or lose sports night or win sports night but lose entrance? Win entrance. entrance. Win entrance. Entrance. Tonight, <laughs> entrance is like... The, it's, it's the whole thing. I'm not going to say it's like the most hard work, but it's like when you see everyone together cohesively, the captains having their acting, mm-hmm. like all the moves come together, the singing. It's just like you did all that work and you didn't Three win. months, a whole three months. Because it's everyone together. So safe to say the entrance really was bigger. That is, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's very interesting. And for you guys, tell me why you guys decided to join Sports Night. Sports Night. <laughs> I mean, for me, because, you know, Sports Night is all about friendship. I was like, damn, I really want, like, new friends. <laughs> I was like, I want to be, like, closer with other people. Like, I love my friend group, but it was like, you just want to go have a whole new experience. And I was able to go, and I was easily welcomed. And you just have a good time without no judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, she graduated 2014, and she was 2014 captain. So growing up, like elementary, middle school, I always saw her do sports night. I saw how crazy she was about it. My sister, if you think any of us go hard, she is a little firecracker. She she breathes sports night. That was all she cared about. Even when it was a sports night season, it's sports night season all the time. Wow. We would decorate our whole house. We had like GTV signs on it. She was captain, goal team, her senior year. And um, did she win? 
No. <laughs> they, 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 anyways, anyways, next question. Uh, they did not win, but like watching that, I was like, wow. Like, and I would tell my friends, they had no clue what Sports Night was about. Like in middle school, no one knew about that. I would tell them like, we have to do it. Like it's so much fun. And originally I wanted to be captain my senior year, now on floorboard. Things change, but I always wanted to do it because my sister did it, and I saw how much she enjoyed it, and like her friends also. She had such good friends, so I really like admired that growing up. And if I had a daughter, what would you tell them definitely. to enjoy sports? Yes, what would you tell I, them? I would tell her to start definitely during freshman year. You get mm-hmm. to see the full experience. Knowing me, I didn't get to start freshman year. I started sophomore because I heard about it through the grapevine. But starting freshman year, you get to see the seniors from that year and on, and you get to see how sports night evolves over the years until it's your turn. Mm-hmm. All right, and my last question for you guys. Can you tell me, you were the first one to use this term with me. I remember in class you said, true sports night girl. You said if you if you pout about losing, if you cry about losing, but mm-hmm. not about the experience, you're not a true sports night girl. So can both of you tell me from your own perspective what it means to be a true sports night girl? Um, I kind of like brushed upon it in like the earlier question. So I'll go back to it. So in my opinion, being a true sports night girl is that my personal experience growing up, sometimes if I wasn't like perfect at something, I would give up. Like I'll be like, no, not worth it. Like I just always wanted to be good at everything I did. And with sports night, especially when it's your first time, it's not really like that. You don't know all these crazy moves they're doing. You're completely lost. You don't get why it's so intense and so serious. And um, I worked, you do it for three months. I worked so hard. Like I remember my freshman year, I went crazy for that. And the night of, like when you march into that gym and you get to perform those songs and you sing like your last line of your finale and the crowd is going crazy and you hear like little like (laughs) ringing and stuff. It's like bells. And you you put your arms up for, yeah, you put your arms up for that final pose and like your entrance captain puts your arms down and you're like, wow, like this was all that hard work, all that sweat, tears, everything, the no sleep, failing half your classes, your friends getting mad at you because you can't fail. hang out. Yeah, don't do you that. Need to be Go to Yeah, <laughs> that's important. But like, it was all worth it. And it's like, in my opinion, being a true sports line girl is putting in all that hard work, win or lose for that amazing experience. Like, I, I don't, I really do not care if I win or lose. Of course, I want to win. But I would, I would do, like freshman year I lost and it was heartbreaking. I would do that over again every time. If I had the chance to do it over again, it was amazing. That's definitely what a true sports night girl is. It's like seeing at the end, especially during finale, that you knew that you did your hardest, mm-hmm. that it looked great. As long as you knew it looked great and y'all did the best, the best you then could. you knew you were a true sports night girl, especially being able just to see the whole sports night for the whole three months evolve as one. It's just a great feeling. Definitely knowing that at the end, like last year we lost, but it was like, I'm not mad about it because I had the best time, especially with the best girls last year, like Maya and Ayes. It was just like, you get to form your own little groups and you're just like, damn, I really miss that. Even though you lost, you don't really care because you just reminisce on all the good times. And those people that you love, you're still friends with to this day. Like, me and Maya show like random DM me and I'll like, I'm always, she's always complimenting me. (laughs) And I'm always like, you look so cute today. And like, it's just so, it's, it's fun. 
It's so, I mean, it's so special to hear you guys say that because, like, obviously, most people they just walk through the comments and they hear a bunch of girls singing. Like, yeah, like, what, yeah, is like, the, like what is that? It's, or they, like, it's a cult, but it's like, or they see you wearing all your Oh, yeah, they see you wearing yeah, your tutus yes. and your sparkly I've, I've, tights. I've been whatever. called looking like a toddler. I don't want to go and dunk in with you looking like this. I don't and know. I'm like, somebody girl. called me like a furry, like, monster because of the like warmers that I was wearing, like, the other day. That's why I wanted to do the interviews because, like, people are going to hear. Like how how much hard work mm-hmm. actually goes yeah. into it because it's more hard work than some stuff other yeah. people do and you know yeah. it's great to see the dedication that you guys put into it. But a bonus question now: we have Blues Boogie Fever and mm-hmm. Golds Golds and my Goldsemite. 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 Even I know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I have trouble pronouncing it. Uh, so although yeah. you guys can't say much to the listeners or to each other, what can we expect? You know, that's gonna make it stand out. It's it's a lot of like old favorites because we want to appeal Definitely. to the judges. And, yes, and yeah. the people. It's I'm not gonna say it's not about the people during preview because preview is most likely gonna be high schoolers mm-hmm. yeah, and younger students. Sure. But it's mostly appealing to p- the people on sports night, which is your parents, people around that age range. They're able to see like, yeah, we know your tunes. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we usually do. We do like 70s. That's how our songs are mainly based on because it's taking place in the 70s. So that's how our theme is a lot of 70s songs and 80s and depending on what the theme is for dance and stunts like was it last year they had like a a 80s theme or was that our song it was 80s for blue and the judges loved it like it's just like because they know it. yeah we always have to be smart with our song choice for entrance and dance and stunts because whatever the judges and the crowd goes crazy for you have the upper hand there all right and that brings me to the end of this interview it was a long one i enjoyed it 100%. 100%. I hope you guys had a great time. Yeah, Thank you guys for being on the show. And if whoever, whatever team wins, expect your captains back on the show real soon. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Thank you. Thank you, Emily and Ngozi, for joining in the show. I wish you guys both the best as you go into preview and sports week and the actual night of sports night. But, of course, only one of you can win. I'm not here to pick sides. I'm just here to get the best interview out of you guys and what an interview it was. But now we go from sports night to athletic training. Tyler interviews Bolden Bruins athletic trainer, Miss Kennedy. Today I'm joined with the athletic trainer for the Bruins department, uh, Miss Kennedy. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I'm great. I appreciate you asking. Well, I'm going to start it off very straightforward and to the point because. I realize that a lot of people really belittle your role as a part of like the Bruins family. They really just think that all you do is give people ice and treat people sometimes, which isn't really right because I see what you actually do. What, can you tell the people what you actually do? All right, so my title is the athletic trainer, and I do a ton of things. I mean, um, anything from immediate care, emergency care, taping, bracing, administration, administrating work as far as... Uh, paperwork as far as concussions go, uh, just keeping track of athletes' rehab, etc. So my job entails a lot, you know. As you can see, I was just running around trying to, you know, manage everybody. You know, a lot of people look for me in order to do things, and I try and do my best so everybody gets the proper treatment and um, attention they need. When and how did you find out that being athletic trader was the best fit for you? At first, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And then I went to college, I went to Stony Brook University, and I was into sports, I played sports in high school. So when I went there, I was always um, 
going to the sporting events. So I saw, you know, the athletic trainers on the sideline, and I'm like, oh, that looks like a cool profession. So I looked into it more, and it all went from there. What sports did you play when you were? You played sports in college or before? No, I played sports in high school, and I did intramural basketball in uh, college. What did you play in high school? In high school, I did softball, basketball, and tennis. Ooh, interesting tennis. Yeah, tennis, and I still play tennis right now. You know, for recreational purposes. So I feel like tennis I like is it. a really underrated sport. It is. It is. It's fun. It's competitive. I mean, I love it. I still, like I said, I still play today. Do you play the other sports too, or just tennis? Uh, first when I got out of college, I did uh softball, like uh, what do you call it? Slow pitch, mm. softball in a league, and then. I kind of moved away from that. I do basketball a little bit recreationally, but the main sport that I still do today is uh, tennis. So you went to Stony Brook, like you said, and in Stony Brook, when you went in, were you like undecided? Or what did, What were you majoring in when you went in? Let me see if I can remember. <laughs> I don't want to sound that old, but um, I think I was doing something like computer science or Something that was nowhere near what I'm doing now. Uh, and like I said, I would go to the sporting events and I'm like, this is this is exactly what I want to do. This fits, you know, my personality, fits my interests. So I'm going to run with that. So I found the program and I ended up, you know, going with it. So you switched majors? Pretty much. I mean, I don't think I was really, you know, set on that computer. I don't know if it just sounded good or, you know, that type of thing. But, um, yeah, I guess you could say eventually I, I switched majors. But it was early on, you know. So, you know, when, when you're freshman year, you only take, like, basic prerequisite courses, you know. So you got lucky. Yeah, yeah, I got real lucky. Okay. I got lucky. I found something I love. It's not really a job, you know. That's a good thing. That's a good That's a good part about it. It's not all about the money and stuff like that. It's about happiness and you actually wanting to come to work. Exactly. And I think that's what, um, you know, pushes me to keep going and, you know, doing extra things because it's not, you know, about the money. It's not about the time. But if you love what you're doing, then, you know, it's always good. What would have been uh, another potential career path if you were in the AT right now? <sighs> I think... I was torn between physical therapy also. The only reason I didn't choose physical therapy is because I don't like a lot of paperwork, <laughs> number one. Mm -hmm. And then I don't like being stuck in an office all day, yeah. an office setting. Before I, um, or actually when I got out of college, I, that was the first place I worked. I worked at a physical therapy office. And I worked there for about a year. And I knew that's not, you know, I wasn't interested in that because ATCs work in all types of places. They work in physical therapy offices, you know, colleges, et cetera. And I'm like, this is not the setting for me. So, you know, I've ventured out and now I'm here. But also my day job before I come here, I'm a PE teacher. So I went on and got my master's, became a physical, I mean, yeah, physical educator. So... Were there any, like, certification tests, like federal or state certification tests that you had to take to become, like, an official? Yeah, it's the Board of Certification, it's called. And you take um, the exam to become certified in New York State. I believe every state you have to, uh, every state has its own exam. So if you move from state to state, it may differ. But, yeah, the Board of uh, Certification 
is where you take your exam is the um, agency that hosts, you know, your tests. All right, so overall, how do you think the the process was of becoming an athletic trainer compared to how you maybe thought it was going to be when you were younger? Well, I didn't know I didn't know about athletic training until I got to college because we didn't have athletic training in my high school. So it wasn't even an option for me, and I didn't know about it until I got to uh, college. And um, sorry, I forgot <laughs> The other part of your question was? Um, it's like, how, how did you think the process was going to be compared to how it was? Oh, okay. So when, I first, so when I first got to college and I'm looking at, you know, like I said, looking at them do their, do their job and do their work, I was, um, you know, I was a little skeptical because I'm like, I'm not really a science person, you know, this is towards the medical field and I'm, I'm not going to be able to do biology, chemistry and all that. You know, that takes a lot of work, a lot of focus, so... Um, just having that in the back of my mind, but then going through it, actually going through it, um, it was very, uh, it was much different. You know, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of time, you know, Saturdays, et cetera, not going out to, um, to put the energy into, um, being successful in those classes. But ultimately when I got into the program in my, uh, junior year, it was an intimate setting. It was, I think it was only like 12 people in the program. So you got a lot of one-on-one attention and it was like a family environment. So I think overall, I was pleased with what it became and what it uh, actually is compared to what I thought before I started. Okay, that's good to hear because I'm kind of into that, kind of into that field like in a general setting, like I want to go into sports management. So it's kind of in that general field and I just want to see kind of what the atmosphere would be like. Yeah, I mean, depending on the college, too, you know. Some colleges are really huge. At the time, Stony Brook wasn't as, you know, big. So, like I said, the, the setting was more intimate. But, um, you know, depending on what you what you feel most comfortable in is, I think, will ultimately decide, you know, how you go into whatever major you're, you're interested in. Okay, well, for this question, I want you to, to play favorites. Okay, so Uh-oh. what is it? <laughs> what is your favorite team to work with? Oh man, <laughs> that's a hard question because every team, and this is the right politically correct answer, mm-hmm. every team gives you something different, and it's hard to choose. It really is hard to choose, you know, between the coaches. All the coaches are great, you know. The kid, the the athletes. You know, different athletes play different sports, and you, and you build relationships with. So, I have to answer. You don't have to. But like, <laughs> preferably, preferably. Um, I don't. I can't. I don't. I can't pick because, like I said, every sport brings something different, and I enjoy working with everybody. Okay, that's fine. So, I think I, I think I'll take this answer this time. Okay, this time. But in private, you know. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> Do you hold the Bruins athletic teams to a certain standard every year, just because you know we're Baldwin, I guess? Um, I would have to say when I first, let's say when I first, uh came to Baldwin and started working you know most of the teams were at their I I wouldn't say peak but they were pretty good and um you know so it was exciting for me to see I was engaged you know it was fun and every year I come back 
I see new faces and things like that. I'm not sure if I hold them to a standard as far as, uh, you mean, like, winning yeah. or being, like, yeah, at the top achievements. Um, you know, I always hope the best for them, but I never want to put that... You know, I never let the players or anybody feel as if that pressure is there because in my you know when they come to my office or come around me I want them to be comfortable you know relaxed not stressed or you know having high expectations or setting you know the ball high for them but we always encourage them to win so okay that's a good thing um a while ago I think it was about last month you got your jacket Oh, yeah, that was big. That was, <laughs> that was big. I remember that watching was that. I was a little jealous on the side. But, you know, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe um, as a manager, I'll get one, maybe, hopefully. hopefully. But how did you feel when you got that jacket? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was unex- unexpected, first of all. And then it just shows how much of a family environment that, you know, that's here. Because they thought enough of me in order to uh, include me in having, you know, something that they wear pridefully. So mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that was big. I enjoyed the experience. It was like, caught me off guard. I was standing there all of a sudden. <laughs> I seen them all rushing towards me. And I'm like, what's going on, you know? But it was great. And I thank them for for that again. Thank Coach Cat, Coach Bolden, and all the girls. So that was a federation jacket, right? No, it wasn't a federation. It was a, a Nassau County last year, 2019. Oh, so how was uh you went with them? I did go with them and that was a that was an experience by itself. I went with the boys, what was it, two or three years ago, and then I went with the girls um two years ago to states and they didn't make federation and then last year, right? Last year or two years ago. Sorry, I'm getting the years mixed up, but when they won federation I was there for that, but I had experience going up there with them. Yeah, um, with the teams twice before that. So it was, I mean, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You don't mm-hmm. get that, you know. What was the experience like after the girls won that Federation game? Because that game is just like a legendary, like that team is just like a legendary team when it comes to recent years for Baldwin, at least that I know of. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, it was like breathtaking. I mean, it was, you know, it took a while to even you know, understand what was happening in that moment. You know, everybody was just so overwhelmed. I mean, it's an experience you can't describe. It's like you have, you know, one of those experiences where you say you have to be there to understand. Like you (laughs) had to be there to understand what that felt like. And just being, you know, being in a locker room, like you see the details of it. You don't just see them playing out, you know, on the court. You've been locker rooms, at the hotels, you know, all the effort, time. So... It was, you know, you see everything they they did to get to that point, and it was all worth it at the end, you know? What is the some of the biggest challenges of being an athletic trainer? Um, I think uh, for me personally or in general, just if uh, anybody's going into the field and they want to know, like... Uh, you could do both if you want to. Uh, so general general um you know struggles or things that are hard with athletic training like you have to be a people person you have to be able to deal with multiple personalities you know um you have to be flexible and adaptable meaning that you can't be so rigid um you know things change on the fly i mean we work in adverse 
conditions. I mean, it's raining. How are you going to tape somebody in the rain? How are you going to, you know? So you have to be able to adjust on the fly. You have to be able to, um, you know, build relationships with people, parents, athletes trust you. So those are things that you always want to have in mind. And, um, you know, if you work towards it, you're always, you should be successful, but it's going to take time. Personally, for me, um, at first, I guess I, I would say that I was, I'm, I'm almost like an introvert, so I'm not very outgoing, and mm-hmm. so I had to learn how to, you know, um, open up a little bit more so you, that I could be more adaptable, relatable, and, you know, students trust me in order to come to me about things and learn how to have fun within doing all of that. So, how do you manage going from home game to home game? Because you have to, you pretty much have to be at every one. Uh, so the rule of thumb is, you go to the sport that has the most contact. So for an example, um, if football's playing, tennis has a match, and let's say softball is has a game. Obviously, I'm going to be at football, football because football has the highest possibility for injury out of the rest of the three. And thankfully, I have my little buggy, so I can get around, <laughs> you know, so that helps a lot also. You just answered another one of my questions. I was going to get to that. Oh, my yeah. buggy? Oh. I love my little buggy. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite moment of being a part of the Bruins family? In general? General, all the years you've been here. My favorite one moment. Could have been last week. Could have been 25 years. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, you're really racking my brain. Let's see <laughs> if I can think of something. Favorite moment. Could be favorite. Could be funniest. Could be most interesting, most mind-blowing. Hmm. Anything like that. Man, oh, man. I've had a lot of moments. Uh, I know I can't think of one right now. Funny. Oh, well, I had a moment where I fell in the middle of the field. That was like (laughs) my most embarrassing moment. Let's just say that. It was a home game. It was um, muddy outside and an athlete um, became injured during a football game. So I'm running, you know, doing my little jog on the field and I just slip and fall in front of of everybody. Oh, no. So that was like an embarrassment moment (laughs) for me. One of my most... Memorable embarrassment. That moments. one could definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the whole crowd. So I had to get up and I had on khakis, so you saw all the dirt. Oh, no. And I still had to tend to the athlete, so it's all good. At least you know you're selfless, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have cleaned up, but you know, instead you took care of that. I did. How do you juggle your personal life going and going to all the games and even all the practices as well? Man, I mean, at some level you take a hit um, your personal life, life takes a hit but um, you know my biggest thing was being able to set a foundation you know being able to um, you know, know let people know and show people that you're here if you need them no matter what time etc doesn't matter and then when you lay that foundation then you, you're able to become more flexible with your personal life you know you feel more comfortable um, maybe taking a day and going to do something, you know, with your family, et cetera, because people understand that you would be there, you know, 
if you had the option to. So mm. I think that's, you know, you have to, in the first couple of years, you lay the foundation, you make sure that you show people who you are and what you mean, you know, that you mean business. And then as the time passed, then you, you know, become a little bit more flexible and, and you, um, you know, take a day so you can go enjoy yourself or, you know, handle family issues or whatever may come up. Because in overall, you know, life moves quick and you don't want to um, miss moments that you, you know, are important. So, All right. Thank you, Miss Kennedy, for joining us, talking about everything. I tried, <laughs> I tried to cover as many levels as I could. I tried. I really did. But I did a good job. You. Did a good job. Thank you. I appreciate the support, all the love. And is there anything else you want to say to people before? No, I just thank everybody um, for the support and um, inviting me into the Born Bruins family. And you guys have been great to me. Have a great day. Thank you, Miss Kennedy, for joining the show. Thank you for giving us the perspective that is not from a player, not from a coach, but somebody that really brings the team together because you can't win without a healthy team. And because of you, you're the reason why us athletes are able to be on the court, the field, in the gym every day, healthy and ready to go for game day. And whenever we have an issue, you're the first person we come to and you do your best to make sure we're straight. And every athlete appreciates that. And on behalf of all the athletes, I thank you. And once again, thank you for being on the podcast. But now we are reaching the end of the 21st episode of the Boulder Bruin Sports Podcast. And now it is time for some upcoming events. Both the boys and girls basketball teams are gearing up for playoffs, which are coming real, real soon. And once we have that schedule, we'll be able to share it with you. But for now, there's only one upcoming event, and that is our Lady Bruins going on the road to take on Truman High School at 6 p.m. on February 10th. Thank you for listening to the 21st episode of the Bold and Bruin Sports Podcast. I hope all of you guys that listen to these episodes are big fans and are possibly competing to be the biggest fan that we have, which is clearly Miss Johnson from the Bowen High School. She's a teacher and obviously our number one fan. Miss Johnson is always lurking on her Instagram page and religiously listens to every episode and posts it on her social medias. But anyways, I want to say thank you to Miss Johnson for supporting us so much and thank you to everybody else who supports us but isn't as active on our social medias and tells us that they support us as much. Have a great day thank you for listening in on this edition of the baldwin bruin sports podcast be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms check us out on instagram at bruins podcast join us next time for more news analysis interviews and everything baldwin sports